I have six thousand. We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's six p.m. It's the Big So Joe Show. <laughs> what are you snickering at? I just think you're cute. That's all. <laughs> She's over here snickering. I'm not snickering. I'm giggling. You're live via satellite from Canada, so I'm told. Even though you're sitting right next to me in in New York. No, I'm not here. <laughs> you, you're. Uh, we, illusion. We, we got one of those like holograms that they had the the Tupac uh, like Coachella performance with, right? We're we're one high budget those, now. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Scott putting money back into the show. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way, I have the illusion of a co-host at least. <laughs> <laughs> Who snickers when I do my intro, I, thus distracting me cute. and cutting off my intro. Do you want to do it again? I do how, this how, to you how, every week, don't I? How many times do I got to tell you that this is like uh, this is like the Simpsons intro, where like we can make it longer and shorter every week just to like kill time, well, if we if need be. Like now, now we just have that much more t- more time that we have to actually kill and 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 talk about stuff. Well, you know, wasn't there what was that book that you read in like middle school about like how you're not supposed to kill time, you're supposed to be nice to time? Uh, I. I don't know. You know what? I spent a lot of time not in school. I'm sick <laughs> a lot, so I probably just read it on my own. I was going to say, I spent a lot of time not in school, too, but it wasn't because I was sick. Oh. It was because I was out with my with my pot-smoking friends. Oh, you're bad. I wasn't smoking pot, though. I was just hanging out with them. Oh, that's what they all say. No, that's it's true. Yeah. Most of the time, it was true. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. Okay, let me. Yeah, sure. Let me get a hit of that. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, uh, kind of like nowadays. Right. Hang out with my pot smoking friends. I don't. I I don't partake unless I really feel like partaking. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I partake. I I'm aware. Are you? I am. Are you sure? I, I mean, it's great when I'm trying to record an audio book and all I hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and and your cough is exactly like the one at the start of Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> this is just I just want to go like, oh, right now. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> how has your week been? <laughs> Exhausting. Yeah, I've been I've been working nonstop, and and a lot of that is because I procrastinated and did an eighty three thousand word book in the span of a week, yeah. um, which I had given myself twenty eight days to do, but didn't start <laughs> until like twenty one days into having the order. Um, <laughs> and did we learn our lesson? Uh, no, 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 no. It, it, you know, well, I did learn my lesson, and that's if I if I didn't have this stupid. Uh, you, "Quote unquote real job." <laughs> I I uh, I would have had plenty of time to get that done on time. I was four hours late. That's I mean that's not which bad. is which is yeah I mean and and a lot of that was also like it would have been on time, but I could not get through the edit without falling asleep. It was a eleven hour eleven and a half hour file that I had not even, like, edited in the interim. I just recorded straight up 11 and a half hours of audio and had to go back and edit. And so, like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take an hour nap. And then you came home and you went to sleep. I'm like, fuck this. I'm staying in bed. (laughs) 
And like when I woke up in the morning, I'm like, oh shit, I still got to finish this thing. <laughs> and so like I'm rushing and I had it done. I was doing it like noon and I had it done at like one o'clock, but I still had to upload it. And by the time everything had uploaded, because it had to upload like all the, like, because it up, everything auto syncs to my uh, OneDrive. So it had to sync like all the backup files and all the uh, like actual like files for the recording software, as well as all the MP3s and the zip file and all that. So by the time that was done, it was time to start my other podcast. Oh, yeah. So it's like, all right, well, I will deliver this as soon as this podcast is over. And uh, I got that delivered, and I got a five star review, and I got uh, I, I got I got money coming from that, and then I started another book immediately thereafter. Yay! And I started this book. Uh, actually, I, I did another book on Monday, full book. It was uh, only like twelve thousand words or something. And then I did another. I started started another book yesterday, which was eighty nine thousand words, and I got fourteen thousand words into it. And the guy says, "Hey, you know what?" I think I over over I think I underestimated how big this project actually is. So let me give you something else. Just send me what you've got so far. So I did like it was an hour and a half audio file. So we, I got paid for that, and yeah. uh, you know, and I just got another book. So great. Actually, I got two books now in my queue that I'm working on. So cool. So yeah, lots of lots lots of books. Lots and lots of books. That's very good. If you're on Audible, you're going to uh, Audible's going to be synonymous with my voice. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> now if only I was getting paid more for something. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I make decent decent amount of money on these. So. That's good. Yeah. So how was your week? Um I've had a rough week. <laughs> I I did uh I was supposed to have like the the crazy work weekend from Thursday till Sunday. And somebody covered a shift for me at the pizzeria, so I didn't have to run back and forth and pay $80 in Uber fare um, on Saturday. And then Sunday, <laughs> I went to work Pride Fest, and the call was 6 o'clock in the morning. And I was there early because I'm always early. It's like five 5.30 in the morning. And all of a sudden, my stomach gets so bad. And I see a butt. <laughs> I end up already. in the uh, porta potty with a trash can sitting on the toilet, getting very sick. <sighs> and then it comes to be six o'clock and it doesn't stop. And I need to be working now. Mm -hmm. And I tried for an hour. And in that hour, I had to run to the bathroom three or four times and repeat this. And so I had to leave. I was so excited about working Pride Fest. And I had to leave and uh, miss the entire event. I saw pictures on Facebook. It looked really fun. <laughs> so we're getting butts from Mark. We're getting tweets from Laura. And it's... Uh, <laughs> uh, she, she says uh, she has an idea for me to have more time. And that's to quit the Think So Joe show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, uh, I, I quit my job. Yeah. I, I, I did that this week, kind of. Well, I mean, <laughs> technically, neither of us have a job right now. We both quit our jobs, yet we're both still working at our jobs. Yes. It's crazy. Well, and and both for similar reasons, and that is that they, they can't replace us that easily. Yeah. So we're both kind of filling in until they find somebody. And the crazy thing is, like, I told my boss uh, Friday morning that I was quitting. 
Like, and I was ready to quit right there on the spot. I was like, I was frustrated with the computer system we got now. It's it's a piece of shit. Yeah. And I, I was like, my boss walked in the door. He said, how you doing? I said, I quit. <laughs> he says, why now? So I explained him all the problems I was having with the computer system. Namely, that it doesn't play nice with like booking.com and hotels.com and all that shit. Right. Oh. So it's like, all right. And, and then I like calmed down a little bit. I'm like, all right. So clearly... I'm not bailing on you right now, because if I if I leave, guess who gets to fucking work my overnights? You do. Right. So I don't want to do that to you, so I'm here until you find somebody. So last night I'm at work, and I'm hanging out with my buddy John, and we're standing there uh, just talking about uh, religion and politics and stuff, you know. And just, he, you know, light conversation. Of course. <laughs> well, a lot of it had to do with some of the books that I that I right. read. But, um, but we're, we're just having a conversation, and this girl walks in, and she says... Yeah, I used to work overnight at the at you know this other hotel. I was wondering if you guys are hiring. I was like, as a matter of fact, we're looking for my replacement. <laughs> like, here's an application. Fill it out, please. <laughs> like, so I'm. Yeah, we both uh, we've both quit our jobs and yeah. are both still working for our respective employers. Yep. <sighs> I don't know if we want to send her to send us butts. No, we're good on the butts. I, I think we're good on butts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we both quit our jobs, yes. and we both still work for our jobs, and I'm, like, at a point where it's like, if I didn't have this job, I could work more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there, too, um... Last week, I had to turn down a couple days of work for stage, which is what I want to be doing, because I was already committed to making pizza. So then my boss told me, well, we have this group chat, which is really annoying. <laughs> um, and You told me that one of your coworkers was trying to get the night off tomorrow night to go see Red Man and Method Man. Yeah. Which, well, which, which we're going to already, so... <laughs> well, I was asking for the day off of the pizzeria so that I could work a stage gig which pays better, mm-hmm. longer hours, closer to home, and what I want to be doing. So it was like, you know, if I, there was somebody available to cover my shift, which there was, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he actually swapped a shift with me, so I'm not even losing hours. I'm completely, like, this is a win for me. This is a win-win. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, that that loadout that I was supposed to work tomorrow got canceled for me. And now I have nothing to do. So shit, we're going to see Meth Man and Red Man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, this was this was uh, another part of the discussion I was having with my coworker last night. He was he was uh, he's under the impression that the Red Man and Method Man concert might be dangerous. No more dangerous than any other concert. And I said, dude, I this is what people were telling me when I saw Public Enemy a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it, well, you know, Public Enemy is different. Like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. A minute. So what you're saying is I am more likely. I, uh, what you're saying is I am less likely to get shot a, uh, shot at a show that has a group whose gimmick are black militants who sing about black power <laughs> than I am to go to a Red Man and Method Man concert with two dudes who who rap about smoking pot. Like, <laughs> what, 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 this, 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 I, I'm intrigued by your logic. We got to remember that he lives under a rock. This is also true. That's why I call him Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I did tell him he's off tomorrow. I said, dude, come see come, come see Wu Tang with us. Oh, that would be a sight to see him in his polo shirt watching <laughs> Wu Tang. Well, to be fair, I, he I only know he wears a polo shirt at work. I don't know if he wears a polo shirt outside of work. <laughs> he doesn't wear polo shirts outside. In of my work. imagination, he totally does. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> sorry, John. <laughs> and sorry to everybody that wears polo shirts. <laughs> I own a polo shirt. I just don't wear it. <laughs> is it a Sabres polo shirt? No. What is it? It's just plain black polo shirt. Oh. Okay. I, I own Office Max polo shirts. Well, I mean, you have to go to funerals and shit, so a plain polo shirt is probably... A... I suppose. Yeah. Nice way to uh, stay cool, show off tattoos, and mourn the dead. Right. Yeah. I guess. I, I haven't been to a funeral in forever. Let's knock on wood here. Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been quite a while. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh. We see I look enough. at the smile on that cat too. <laughs> That's we, great. We see enough cat butts. We have, uh, there's, we have there's, there's a yeah. shit ton of them here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, ask me. I know you're dying to. <laughs> so the weather has been, you know, back and forth. Do we have a forecast for the uh, the show tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow's actually going to be nice. It's going to be like around 70. It's going to be uh, like kind of kind of cloudy. So it'll be nice. You know, Wu-Tang weather ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> she, she wanted to set me up for that line because I said it earlier and she laughed her ass off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like that one. She says it's a Wu-Tang dad joke. It is. It's, it dates us. It, we're old. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to a hip-hop concert since I lived in Florida, so I'm actually super stoked. I think the last hip-hop concert I went to was uh, probably Public Enemy. Yeah. <laughs> and before that, it was probably Eminem? Ew. Ew. I've seen Eminem like four times. I'm sure it's a really good show. Actually, I've, I know it is because I've seen some of the con like tour concert videos, but uh, just not my cup of tea. And, like the last time I saw him was right after the D12 album came out. Yeah. Like the first D12 album. So they did a lot of songs from the D12 album. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cool. This is even better than just seeing Eminem performing his, you know, solo shit. Yeah. Uh, and like, I've gotten to see Exhibit a couple of times. And oh, I got cool. to see Ludacris was, uh, go I really enjoyed Ludacris. I'll go to that. Like, but he blew out the microphone. So Papa Roach had to use like a wired microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What is, what is this? Why are there... Oh, the freights. I get it. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So... I don't own John Cena shirts. Why? Because I don't like John Cena. Yeah, I don't really like him either. <laughs> My mom texted me on Monday. You know that? Yeah, you said something about that. My mom texted me and she said, hey, is, is John Cena going to be on Monday Night Raw tonight or can I turn this off? <laughs> I said, no, mom, John Cena hasn't been on in ages. You can turn it off like most wrestling fans are doing right now because this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching hockey, so it didn't matter anyway. Yeah, what, uh, what, what, update me with the hockey because we haven't 
The uh, the Washington Capitals have a three to one series lead over the Vegas Golden Knights going back into Game Five in Vegas tomorrow night. So, so Vegas I am, has to step it up. Or? I am I am hoping that this show ends at a reasonable time tomorrow night so I can see the cup awarded if 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 indeed Washington wins tomorrow night. Okay. Now Scott Leffler tweeted me earlier this week and he said, "Hey, the Simpsons are right. The cup will be in Vegas on Thursday." I was, didn't even res- dignify that with a response. Like, come on, man. Like, this uh, this really sucks. Like, this has been a, a Cinderella story season for the for the Vegas Golden Knights, and now the Capitals got to swoop in and, you know, get their glory at the expense of, the f- uh, of, of like, everybody else's favorite team. You know? <laughs> but, yes, that's, uh, so that's where we're at. Uh, basketball is uh, on tonight. I think the uh, Golden State Warriors are up two games to none, but uh, I have no idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming I- that is the case. I had somebody, so so I know you don't know anything at all about basketball. No. Okay. No. So a guy named Kevin Durant plays for Golden State, and he signed with them and left the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, and he basically signed with them to win a championship, and everybody knows it. Okay. Okay, so somebody, uh, somebody I know had posted on Facebook, and they said, well, fuck Kevin Durant, and he screwed over Oklahoma City, and blah, 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 blah. Now, this person is a huge fan of LeBron James of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And she's saying all this stuff like, he only screwed them over, he screwed them over just so he could win a championship and all this other shit, right? So I had to casually remind this person that LeBron James grew up in Cleveland. LeBron James played high school basketball in Cleveland. LeBron James was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers and played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and his whole life was Cleveland. And then he did a one-hour ESPN press conference to announce that he was leaving Cleveland and going to sign with the Miami Heat so he could win a championship. This person was confused as to, as to why Kevin Durant was getting all this, or wasn't getting as much hate as LeBron James was. Because Kevin Kevin Durant didn't grow up in Oklahoma City. Right. <laughs> like, Silly. Like, for Kevin Durant, this is business. For Oklahoma City fans, this is business. For, for, for Golden State Warriors fans, this is business. For LeBron James and the Cleveland, the, the people of Cleveland, that was personal. Oh, look at that one. Oh, jeez. There's a, there's a, I, I, I see Dong. There is, yes. No, is, is that, fo- yep, that's Dong. Yeah, that's Dong. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's what we're getting sent now, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I, I had to kind of explain like I, this is why he doesn't get as much hate as LeBron did and here's the thing I was talking to my buddy Pete last night and I, I said to him I said LeBron's a smart businessman though because LeBron went to Miami LeBron won championships LeBron brought half the team to Cleveland with him when he came back so everybody that burned his jersey when he screwed them over and did an hour-long ESPN press press conference to basically say, screw you, I'm going home. I'm going, I'm leaving home, or in this case, you know, everybody that burned his jersey went out and bought his jersey again. <laughs> that, that is a smart business decision. Yeah. I'd venture to say if Kevin Durant is smart, he'll win the win the championship with Golden State and then convince those guys to come back to Oklahoma City with him. <laughs> All them people that were mad would be like, oh, let, let's buy Kevin Durant jerseys again. He's going to win us a championship. Yeah. Because <laughs> if there's ever a city that needs a sports championship, it's Oklahoma City. I digress. 
anyway. Yeah. Yes. Go sports. Yay, sports. <laughs> I think I might put the basketball game on on my way to work and sleep through it. That's a, that's a good way to fall asleep. Yeah, I, I've got no real... Like, I like seeing the tra- the trophies handed out at the end of the year, even though there is only one sport where the players who actually did all the work and won the trophy get to touch the trophy first, and it ain't basketball. <laughs> but I like to see the trophy presentations and all that, so I'll at least catch the deciding game in that series. Cool. <laughs> I don't get that, though, like... These players just played, you know, eighty something ga- eighty two games in the NHL, uh, and they get the, they get the cup handed to them. But like a hundred and something games in Major League Baseball, and who gets handed the trophy? The guy who paid for the team. <laughs> like what the fuck? <clears throat> like what did he do? He signed a bunch of he signed a bunch of contracts, paid a bunch of money. What the fuck? Did he go out there? Did he bat? Did he hit the home runs? Did he win the game in the ninth inning or in the bottom of the ninth in the World Series? Or what the fuck? Like, why is this guy getting the trophy? Why why are the players not handed the trophy first? That is silly. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking with the mic. I'm sorry. I'm yes, sorry. you are fucking I'm with sorry. the mic. You're making noise. I, this is a like, professional podcast. It's not level. I, I, just Stop. <laughs> you have some cardboard I can stick under the corner there? It's it's even. It's just like this is where there's not a rubber pad underneath. There's one here, 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 and here. I just need a little piece of cardboard. <laughs> I'll figure it out by the end of the podcast. I'm, I'm sure Don't there's worry. some. Don't worry. I'm sure there's some cardboard around the homestead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. That was good. That yeah. was good. <laughs> Yeah. Yay, local music dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's the thing. We're not playing any XM Priory tonight. Nope. And, and I know what everybody's thinking. Like, Joe, those, those guys are like your best friends. You're the star of their YouTube channel. <laughs> like, and you're hosting their next Buffalo show. Why aren't you playing... Any new XM Priory, even though they just put out two singles since your last episode. Yeah, why? Because next week, we're going to have at least a member of XM Priory in the studio. Oh. And as such, we're going to try and get them to uh, allow us to play more of the album than what's been released. Uh, We're going to kind of nudge... Nudge and prod and a try sharp to get elbow them, in the ribs. Yeah, just try try and get them to uh, let us play something that hasn't been released yet. At least one song, right? That would be really cool. So I mean, we could play another round, and we could play "Goddamn," which is the two singles that were just released. Uh, and we could play like one of the old singles, you know, like "Soccer," "Vacant Paradise," "Pal Goodbye," whatever. But I, I think I'm gonna try and uh, nudge them into letting us play something like I don't know, "Lost," or uh, or uh, like. Um, I don't know, Season of the Flies or something like that. But like, we're we're going to give them to let us play at least one new song that's not been released. That That's the goal for next week. Okay. That is the goal. All right. And if if you don't know, From Darker Tides is being released next Friday. Ooh. Next Friday. And this is, this is, this is Pure X and Priory right here. For their CD release, they're not doing... A big venue. They're not doing Evening Star. They're not doing Mohawk. They're not doing 
you know, any of these big venues. They're not doing a traditional venue. They're doing the River Pub in Niagara nice. Falls. And they're doing three sets. And the three sets are, uh, the first set is going to be the entire album front to back. Nice. Second set is every cover that they've done except for the one that is on the album, clearly. Cool. And then the third set is going to be everything else that they have. Oh, man. So that's going to be a really late night, and I don't know how I'm getting home. <sighs> but I am going to be there, and I'm going to be supporting my boys, and they're releasing their album uh, from Darker Tides that's next Friday. I, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll play Andrew's band. We're all set up for, for songs for this week, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the idea that I want to do is like an XM Priory takeover next week, like we did with Eyes of the Blind when they released their album. Yeah. So uh, who knows? Maybe Nick will be like, let's, let's just play the whole fucking album Ooh. like Eyes of the Blind did when they released theirs. Ooh. They give you a sneak preview right here on the Think So Joe show. They played every single song on their album. That's awesome. And they live streamed the whole thing on Facebook, Ooh. which was it was just, just crazy. It was fun. It was a lot of fun to have those guys. We'll have them back at some point. We'll also have Lexi Rain back before you ask. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, we like our friends. We like when they come hang out with us. Yeah. I got to tell you, like, uh, we had uh, Ryan Gurnett on a few few weeks ago from the Struggle is Real uh, Buffalo Music Podcast, also from The Lady or the Tiger. And we had them this past Friday night at Nietzsche. It was a Friday? Yeah, Friday. At Nietzsche's. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a pretty decent show. Yeah. I, I couldn't go myself. Yeah. Because I am a pizza slave. <laughs> um, But, uh, I mean, it was a good lineup, so. It was. We had a, it was good bands, good show. Just everybody was really, uh, like, on point that night. And uh, so we started off with the Lady or the Tiger. We had all poets and heroes from uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. I was wrong. Syracuse. We thought they were from Rochester. You know what? I met them on a thread on Facebook about the Syracuse music scene and bringing it to Buffalo. And I forgot that that was the band that I met that way. Okay. there's, there's, (laughs) There's less dick in this picture. Less dick in this pic. Yeah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, uh, so then we uh, we followed that with uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Men. Yeah, our dear friends from Sodas who brought us pie. Thank you for the pie. And the pie was awesome. It was really way. good. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, we finished the night with yellow sauce. Yeah, a Bob Paulus, but uh, Bob Paulus yellow sauce. Yeah, uh, he's there in spirit, I guess. Well, the the peel lives on. Indeed. <laughs> they they did offer for anybody that wanted to put on the peel and dance in it to, to, that they could do so. Um, but yeah, it was just, just a great night. Great people. Yeah. It was, I was so, so bummed I couldn't yeah. make it. So but much I'm glad fun. that you guys had a good time. Scott Leffler even made it out for like yeah. half, of a, half of a set. Half of a set. He, he shows up. He's like, oh, fucking Janie Crash. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. And nah, I'm kidding. I uh, know Scott. Uh, Scott had a lot of work to do, and uh, yeah, you know, I I understand because if I didn't have that show, I'd have been holed up in the studio working all night right. too. So, yes, but yeah, so that was it was a great show at Nietzsche's. Thanks to Nietzsche's for hosting us for all the bands for uh, coming out and doing their thing, and I I got to have uh, you know Allentown Pizza mm. before the show. Uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Men supported uh, the. Uh, Allen Street Poutine Factory. We had to go there. 
I, I've been meaning to go there. I have now set foot in there, but I still have not eaten there because I was on my way back. If you eat there without me, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> I was on my way back from Nietzsche's, and I happened to look in the window, and hey, there's Eric and Daniel. Let me go sit down, <laughs> and, let me go sit down and talk to them. And then I'm sitting there talking to them, having a conversation. I'm getting texts like, why does this band think they're using our drums? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. So you had to run and take care of that. There, there was some confusion over uh, like who was playing what times and, and who was using what equipment. Yeah. So we had Everything to... Everything got figured out. I, I, it was all figured out by the time I got back. Yeah. Because I, I had texted back like, dude, there's a house kit they can use, I'm pretty sure. Just check with the sound guy. I'm sure he'll get it for you. And sure enough, by the time I got back, like, oh, yeah, it's right back behind here. And they, they, they got it figured out. It's all good. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that, you know, there was a house kit and not, like, yeah, surprise. You it's, all, it's all in the, uh, like, uh, you know, document you have to read to play at Nietzsche's. So. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was easy to figure out. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a good show. It was a good turnout. I appreciate everybody coming out and enjoying the uh, live music there at Nietzsche's. Uh, and we will be back at Nietzsche's on July 21st. Who's playing then? That's XM Priory, headlining with the Cage Kings, Unrest Within, and the Scarecrow Show. Oh, wow. That is going to be one great show. That sounds good. Oh, yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. And uh, we're actually going to play one of the bands from that show later on in the in the. Uh, Later on in the uh, show here today, but for yeah, what the hell? Let's do it right now. They're, they're, <laughs> the, they're the ones that popped up. Uh, let's get a song in here from the Cage Kings, uh, and they are from Holly, New York, which is out near Rochester, I believe. I I don't know. I know I've been there, but I don't know where it is. I don't know either. But uh, here's a song from them. Uh, it's called "End Game Over" on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show.
Kings on old WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. Saturday, July 21st here in Buffalo. Yeah, that should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Should probably go to that one. That's gonna be a good show. Yeah. I was I'm I was told that was oh no, the XM Priory CD release is a Friday. This next Friday. So that is Saturday. XM Priory's CD release show yes. Saturday, July 21st Their Buffalo CD release show Their Niagara Falls one, of course, next week That's gonna be really cool It's gonna, I, be, a, uh, it's gonna be a fun night you gotta, you gotta remind me of that Before the weekend So that I can get that mm-hmm. off And actually go to that Right, and then we can split an Uber home Because <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea Yeah, we could totally Or we could um even because I'll probably end up working the next day. We could stay in North Tonawanda. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Some way or another, I'll get home from that show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying for the whole damn thing. Yes. Unlike the good. last uh, time we saw Nick perform there. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a bummer when you got to leave early. We got to sit through two sets. We got to yeah. hang out with uh, with some cool people. Yeah. We got to hear them perform their, their latest single, Goddamn Acoustic, Nick yeah, and Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That's uh yeah I'm I'm so excited to uh that they're uh you know that they're releasing this album finally and that uh I I'm really happy that Goddamn is the latest single cuz now I can listen to it whenever I want. I know, I know. I'm so happy about this. We're going to give a preview. I'm just going to find it. Give me a second. <laughs> Come on, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. <laughs> Here we go. A little preview. From the new XM Priory single, Goddamn. Check this out. And we're going to have at least Nick on next week. Cool. We're going to try and nudge him to, to get him to let us play some more songs from this album. It's going to be cool. We, 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 we like when bands come on the show and we can get them to uh, reveal more than what they uh, typically prefer to release. And, and clearly, we don't want to spoil the CD release show. Uh, do you need to take that? I, I'm torn. <laughs> My phone never rings. I'm aware. That might be important. Well, you missed the call now. <laughs> I'll call her on the next song. Yeah, well, that... Uh, Cool, so I don't have to sit here and give Lady Laura Moore exactly what she wants, which is me sitting here like, well, now I gotta find stuff to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I did not ban Lexi Rain from the show. <laughs> so let's, uh, so we were talking about sports before the break. Yes. Let's talk a little bit more about sports. The Philadelphia okay. Eagles won the Super Bowl. And typically, when a team wins a championship in a major sport in the U.S., they get invited to the White House. Okay. So now Donald Trump, of course, invited the Philadelphia Eagles to the White House. The Philadelphia Eagles said, eh, most of us don't want to go. Apparently less than 10 players were planning on actually going. And so Trump said, Trump said, well, fuck you guys. None of you are coming now. Wow. Basically. And so Fox News. Now, let's put this in some context, because, of course, Donald Trump was the catalyst for everybody getting all up in arms about the players kneeling before kneeling for the national anthem. Right. Um, which is a form of peaceful protest and, you know, 
it, it seemed well within their constitutional rights to me to, uh, to be able to use that platform to do so. They weren't hurting anybody. Right. They're disrespecting veterans. You mean the veterans who fought for the right to kneel during the right. national anthem? Exactly. Like, fuck you. Get out of here. So anyway, Trump started this whole shitstorm. But now the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, if you check the NFL records, none of them kneeled for the national anthem at all. At all. At all. None of them. Zero. So Fox, you mean they disagreed with Donald Trump without kneeling and showing their protest. <laughs> exactly. So, so, but they only only like less than ten of them were planning to go to the White House. Now, Fox News in reporting this, they start showing all these pictures of the Philadelphia Eagles players kneeling at different points, not during the anthem. Oh my God! For example. This this one in particular that I don't know if you can see it on my screen. I, I can the see it. Yeah. This per- picture in particular, they are kneeling in prayer in the end zone. This is not any time near when the uh, national anthem is being played. Fox News is like using this photo in their story about the Eagles refusing to go to to the White House, trying to make it look like oh look at them they're kneeling during the anthem and the the Eagles got pissed off and they're like. We're fucking praying, you idiot! Oh my god. Like, that, that is not what you're making it out to be. So, you know, Republicans, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Fake news is on CNN, not Fox News. Right. <laughs> Fox News issued a uh, apology, but still, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, first of all, like, there's nothing wrong with these players kneeling during the anthem. Right, and if you think there is, and you and you don't think there's anything wrong with what Roseanne did, you're a fucking racist, <laughs> okay? Like, but there's nothing wrong with the, with the players kneeling during the anthem. I mean, now there is because their team will get a 15 yard penalty. But Jesus Christ, like, come on, it's their constitutional right. And you know, I was listening to uh, you don't know who this is, but Jim Cornette. I was listening to him the other day. And he says, uh, you know, somebody tweeted him, well, why don't they kneel on their own time and protest on their own time? And he says, why, what are the, when are they going to protest? When they're sitting on a can? Who's going to say, like, how's that going to be effective? Who's, who's seeing them protest then? They have this national platform to protest right. these injustices that they perceive, rightly so, by the way. Right. Like, God, like... It's ridiculous. It pisses me off. It's just like this is this, this is what we've come to. Yeah. Like you're disrespecting the anthem. Like no, the fuck they're not. You're disrespecting the flag and you're disrespecting veterans. And we can't have that because the army pays us a shit ton of money to have to have uh, you know uh, our our month full of uh, you know supporting the troops bullshit. Right. Right. Like it's okay to support the troops and it's also okay to support your fellow people. Here at home, like, like, like they are not mutually exclusive concepts. I, I, I just, I still, it's still, it's gonna piss me off, and it's gonna continue to piss me off. Yeah. And as as football season approaches, it's going to piss me off even more because yeah, definitely. Be like, I, I hope entire teams stay in the fucking locker room because they're allowed to do this. Yeah. Right. This this is the thing. They're not allowed to kneel during the anthem, but if they want to protest, they can stay in the fucking locker room. And I suppose that's kind of a form of protest that could be noticed if an entire team does it, you know? I I honestly hope that some team flat out does this, like just gets in the, gets in and says, fuck this, we're not going out. Yeah. 
I'm sure it'll happen. I I hope it does. I sincerely do. New Nick and Dan show is up with uh, Jamie Holka. Jamie Holka is fucking amazing. Oh my god, isn't he? He I uh, the first time I saw Jamie Holka was uh, I was working at a place called the Inn on the River, and we had a bar. Uh, I can't think of the name of the bar off the top of my head. Uh, shit, the Red Jacket Inn, or well, uh, the hotel used to. I don't know, something something along those lines. But anyway, uh, and the bartender was good buddies with Bruce Wojcik. Okay. Another phenomenal yeah. local guitar player. Mm. So he gets Bruce to start coming in and playing Friday nights with Jamie Holka as the Brothers of Invention. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met Jamie Holka. That's when I met Bruce Wojcik. And then one night I was working and they brought, like, it was supposed to be the, the Brothers of Invention. But instead of Jamie Holka showing up, the rest of the dudes in Clear showed up. <laughs> and Clear played a surprise set Wow! at the bar. At the hotel I was working at. That's crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Just like, how cool is that? And and clear as a pan, we have a, that has been grossly underrepresented on this show. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not gonna stop swearing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yes, that's. Uh, I wonder what Nick Landers commented on uh, on my post where I said we're gonna wing it and pick our bands as we go along. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, Nick. <laughs> What's We've, going on, Nick? We have picked bands. I'm sure he's not listening at the moment, but he just wanted to uh, throw their hat in the <laughs> ring there, of course, because uh, you know we we have to play them every three months or they see or every three weeks or they cease to exist. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. You guys are great. You guys are better every time. And uh, by the way, Inherent Vice is playing this Friday night at Evening oh. Star. Yeah, that, that that looks like a really good show coming up at Evening Star. This uh, this. Um, this uh, Friday night, I've been invited to it, but I think I'm going to catch up on some work instead. I apologize to all the bands on the show, but, uh, you know, we hang out all the time and I book you guys all the time. So, <laughs> you know. but uh, yes, Year of the Locust is headlining Breaking Solace, Tokyo Monsters, Inherent Vice. That is going to be. Oh, my gosh. What a good one. A really good show. So if you are free Friday night, I encourage you. Hit the Evening Star in Niagara Falls. Check these bands out. Inherent Vice get better every single time they play. Yeah. Every single time. I've never been to a disappointing show from them. I've never been to a a disappointing show from Tokyo Monsters. Uh, I've only seen Year of the Locust once. They were really good. And then there's there's Breaking Solace. They're okay, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Hi, Brian. We miss you. We miss you a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain I am working on Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> Got all these books to record. I know. But yeah, that's going to be a killer show. It's uh Let me see. Uh, there's probably pricing on here. $7 general admission before 9 p.m., $10 after 9 p.m. Mm. The doors are at 7, the show is at 8 p.m. Why is why that's a confusing price structure for me. That's different. You don't see that very often. You you're going to miss two bands. But you're gonna but pay you three dollars more. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't get. Well, doors are at seven. Shows at eight. So you're gonna miss one band. And then it's, and then after you miss maybe one band, a, it costs three dollars more. Maybe it's an attempt to get everybody to stay, be there for the whole show. Oh, you know, I didn't think of that. Maybe that's, um, maybe that's something I should try. See get how people, it works for them first. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's not, actually not a bad idea. 
You show up, you may, you you can miss the first band. Fuck the first band, <laughs> which I'm sure is inherent vice. <laughs> Go ahead, miss the first band. But if you, if you want to miss the second band, you got to pay ten bucks, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, seriously, get out. Be there at eight o'clock. Fuck, be there at seven o'clock when the doors open. Yeah. That way you can wait outside for another 25 minutes before they finally actually let you into the building. <laughs> but I'm sure the barbecue guy will be out there. Oh, I love it when the barbecue guy's there. It'll be a nice night. I'm sure the barbecue guy will be out there. It's forecasted 57 to 77, partly cloudy. Well, I mean, it's not Wu-Tang weather. <laughs> As I say, inherent vice weather ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good show. It really is, and yeah. uh, I, I'm. There is part of me that's like, I should probably go to this. I know, but at the same time, it's like I've got so much shit to do. <laughs> I just want to get work done. I actually like. I, I wrote back to one of my clients today. I said I'll get started on this Friday when I actually have some free time. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a good show. Yeah. We're going to play a band from that show later on tonight, too. Yeah, yeah, we are. Cool. It's not the one that asked us to play them, though. <laughs> no. We love you guys. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We but already we've have played, made the decision. We've already played all of the songs you've ever released. <laughs> <laughs> At least once on this show. <laughs> and I'm sure we, we've got them on a show in August, so we'll be playing them again in August. They're playing yeah. uh, the Yellow Sauce CD release. Excellent. Yeah. Man, that's going to be a good show, too. You got Inherent Vice, you got Janie Crash of the Tall Men, XM Priory, and Yellow Sauce. Oh, man. That's uh, that's over at Stamps, August 31st. Okay. That's we have some time a, to plan for that one. That's going to be a fun one. So, yeah, mark your calendar right now, August 31st, Do Yellow it. Sauce, CD release show. I dare you. I defy you to go to a Yellow Sauce show oh my God. and not have one of their songs stuck in your head for three days afterwards. I'm still sitting here like, Space Wizard! Well, it doesn't <laughs> help that we have that uh, bottle opener on the fridge, so every time you go to get some Pepsi, you see the Space Wizard. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you got to start singing Space Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we played it last week on the show, too, to promote the uh, promote the show the other night. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that song, and especially now that like I've read the lyrics and I see what the song's actually about, it's like, oh, I get the story now. So now it's like, yeah, okay, I, I'm really into this song. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the Yellow Sauce CD release out in August, and uh, that's gonna be a good show. We, we've got all kinds of good shows coming up. I I'm really like the rest of the year is gonna be just amazing. I know. And we haven't even booked bands for half the shows. <laughs> uh, we should do that, though. I looked at my phone like, why is my phone lighting up now? And then I realized that it just finished charging. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like Ailson wants to talk about our ancestry. Oh. Um, My uncle just got, uh, like, his kids, my cousins, they all got him an ancestry.com or heritage.com or some bullshit like that. Like sure. the, the DNA blood work. So we found out half of our heritage basically because his is the same as my mom's. That's pretty cool. So Allison found like did all this, you know, looking around and she's like, okay, basically we're like Vikings and Druids. <laughs> 
and she wants to talk about it and she wants to talk about it right now. <laughs> but I, I told her podcast. I'll be free at eight o'clock. <laughs> you, know? you don't even got to talk. I'm, to really ex- like- I'm excited to talk to hear more about it, too. It's just like every time that she wants to talk, it's like, well, <laughs> I'm in an Uber or I'm at work. Yeah. You know, and then I want to talk and she's at work or she's sleeping. I or- took it. I took an Uber this morning. I, as I often do, I take an Uber home from downtown when I get downtown in the morning. Yeah. I, I was so like out of it this morning. I was this close to taking an Uber home. Oh, my God. Like, straight from work. But it was, like, 35 bucks. And I'm like, I really don't want to spend half yeah. of what I... Uh, you just know, made. Half, half of what I just made on, a, on a, you know, on on this book I recorded Monday. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to spend half of that to get home. Like, I was so tired, though. I was so bored. And I'm like, how how much is this going to cost me? <laughs> but I, I uh, took the bus to downtown Buffalo, and I caught the Uber the rest of the way home, as I often do. And uh, this guy starts driving with the door still open. Because it's one of those guys, you know, a lot of these Uber drivers, they have the automatic doors. Yeah, like the vans. They have the the vans with the automatic doors, right? So the door is still closing. This guy starts driving. (laughs) Okay, no problem. I'm I'm safely in the car. I'm not going to fall out. My my stepdad used to drive one of those big, like, you know, you know, like UPS style trucks. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And and like the only way to get ventilation in those is to ride with the windows open. So I, or with the doors open. Right. So like, I, you know, that's nothing new for me. I'm like, okay, this is fine. This isn't a big deal. And then he goes, she found a good one. (laughs) Well, let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) She she found a good one. That's awesome. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So, so we're, uh, so he starts driving, then he, he's like, would you would you prefer me to use the GPS, or do you have a quicker way? I said, just use your GPS, it's fine. So he he proceeds to make the first right turn instead of the, like, right turn he was supposed to take. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so, like, you're, you're, you're like, not even out of the way. Like, <laughs> like, even if you were a cab, this wouldn't cost me any more money. Right. Like, like th- this is... Like, I'm not concerned about this. And then he gets on the throughway, right? And he's, like, speeding through one of these, like, curves to get on the, like, on the on-ramp. You're supposed to go, like, 35 on the on-ramp. Yeah, this yeah. dude had to be going, like, 50, right? And, like, I kind of went flying into the door. Jeez. Which, at this point, was now closed. <laughs> Thankfully, the door was closed at this point. And so I'm like, well, this guy's only getting four stars, like... Yeah. I'm going to knock off more points if he fucks up anymore. And I could tell, like, he was really nervous. Like, there was a big truck right next to him. He was nervous, like, driving next to the truck. I was <laughs> like, I'm like, this guy, how long has this guy been driving? Yeah. You know? And it, But he got me home safely. Right. And, like, when he was about to turn onto our street, there was like, an oncoming car, and he waited for the oncoming car instead of trying to beat it. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> you, got your, you got your five-star rating back. But I'm... I'm still not giving you that big of a tip because, dude, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> you know, like, like he was a nice guy. He wasn't like he wasn't very talkative, but he was. You know, when I got in the car, he was friendly. So, yeah, you know, he dropped me off right in front of the house. He he gets points for that. Yeah, sometimes you know they can't figure that out. You know what's crazy? Because we because we have the uh, the wheelchair lift next door, yeah. so we always tell them it's the house right before the wheelchair lift, and. For a little while, we had caution tape around the front of our house because we got the driveway redone. Yeah. So I was like, it's the house with the caution tape. And they would drive by it every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, really? 
You know, we did a podcast once with uh, with girls from a podcast called uh, Summer Sluts, uh, a wrestling podcast out of uh, Scotland. Okay. And uh, they have a segment on their show uh, called "But Would You Suck His Dick?" And uh, so, so we had uh, we had one of them on our wrestling podcast, and it was like it was like you know what we're gonna play that game Hulk Hogan, and she's like yeah of course because he's like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> <laughs> like like not because he's hot hot or anything, but because he's fucking Hulk Hogan. Right. It was like <laughs> she has a valid argument. She does. So <laughs> I don't know, brother. <laughs> I mean, uh, Terry Bollea d- doesn't have a, a, a 10 ass, but Hulk Hogan might. <laughs> <laughs> that's if anybody followed the Gawker lawsuit with Hulk Hogan. That's <laughs> Speaking of lawsuits, CM Punk, one of my favorite wrestlers, was being sued for defamation. And just the coverage of this trial was just hilarious because it was done by WrestleZone. And these dudes are not fucking trained journalists. Okay. So, like... It's like, Punk grabbed candy from the dish in front of the judge. Punk and Cabana both gave me a piece of candy. I handed I handed one to the guy behind me. Like, this is coverage of a, of a trial. <laughs> like, a legit trial. They're being sued for defamation by the WWE's doctor. It's <laughs> just stupid shit. Like, Punk verifies that the Speedo is indeed his Speedo. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sad that this trial is over. Not be, I, I'm very happy that CM Punk and Colt Cabana were were had the charges dismissed. You know, I'm, I'm very happy about that. But still, like, I am so disappointed. I want WrestleZone to cover literally every single trial in the history of trials from now on. Uh, just uh, such ridiculous coverage, and it was it was so great to read. It was so much fun. That was a great five days. WrestleZone, I give you all the credit in the world for. For sending your guy there who has no idea what the fuck he's even doing. And, and just, just, you know, it was it, just great stuff. And, and like the, the line in the closing statements from the defense. What is your reputation worth to the Mike Clitorises of the world? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that has to be an all-time great line ever used in a trial, right? I mean... Because one of the they were showing tweets to uh, to Doctor Amon, the WWE doctor, that were you know making fun of him for shit that was said on CM Punk's uh, interview on Colt Cabana's Art of Wrestling podcast, and like one of the tweets was was from a guy whose Twitter name was Mike Glitterus, <laughs> and 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 that was admitted in the court, and they read it, and they all chuckled, and the defense used it in their closing statement, like, and the defense won, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So from now on, if you want to win your trial, just use the Mike Clitoris defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's more effective than the Chewbacca defense. Oh my god. <laughs> if a Wookiee lives on Andor, you must acquit. <laughs> ah. And we've got Colt Cabana's smiling face right here in the po- right here in the studio. He, he looks very happy. He is the patron saint of podcasts, and so he overlooks my desk. What did you hit your elbow on? On the desk. Oh, I thought it was the light, but I was confused because the light didn't move. I was say the light would have moved if I would have hit the light. (laughs) So, yes. Yeah. So, we were just talking about a show that's happening this Friday night at the Evening Star. And we're going to play a song from a band that uh, is playing Friday night 
at the evening star. Evening star. Evening star. Evening star. Evening star. <laughs> yes. And、uh, this is our boys in、uh, Tokyo Monsters. And this song is called Tightrope Melodrama on All WNY Radio, The Think So Joe Show.
Tokyo Monsters on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. I think I got a piece of the spice from that Slim Jim right in my throat, like right when yeah. I started talking. Like mm-hmm. that didn't that that didn't feel pleasant. We planned that well. <laughs> we did. I mean, it was delicious. I mean, you know, we need a little excitement. We snapped into a Slim Jim. Ooh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk is 10 out of 10 everything from me. That's <laughs> She's scratching her nose. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, that's all you, Joe. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. So, um... Some, uh, besides this week, there's also some other good shows coming up this month. There's always good shows coming up around Buffalo because there's always good bands around Buffalo. There really are. I know what you're referring to. I'm, I'm referring to the end of the month. You're referring to Food Not Bombs. Well, I'm also referring to, um, I think they're referring to it as Fuzz Fest. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, And uh, they're both going to be some awesome punk shows with like long lineups. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many acts are on Food Not Bombs right now. So you figure between the two shows, there's probably like 12 bands. At least. At Pro- least. And, and they're all punk bands, right? They're all for, punk. Well, for the, um, mo- for the most part, they're punk bands. We have BBC. They're not really that okay. punk, but they're pretty punk for metalheads. But but for the most part, we have kind of we have punk bands, and there's like yeah. 12, maybe 15, maybe more. Yeah, I, I would say probably around 15 between so you, the two shows. So you figure each band plays like 20 songs each. We'll be out of there in 10 minutes. Because a punk show. The songs are true. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she didn't get my references sometimes. I get it now. It's punk rock. It's punk rock! Punk rock. You know, Kate Spade died. Yeah. What well, happened? Suicide, as a matter suicide, of fact. Suicide, Jesus. She hung herself in her apartment. Oh, that's really sad. And it is really sad, it is, because we were talking about Kate Spade not too long ago. We were just talking about expensive purses. We were. Well, we, you and I, of course, are not uh, the pinnacle of, uh, you know, what what some people would consider fashion. Right. Uh, but we were talking about uh, one time I was sitting at my grandma's table before my grandma moved, and uh, my cousin and his wife were there, and she was talking about, oh, you know, I... I I just spent four hundred dollars on this Kate Spade purse, you know, like, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't know who the fuck Kate Spade is. I just know that I would never spend four hundred dollars on a fucking bag. If you have four hundred dollars to spend on a bag and you still have money and can afford other shit to put in that bag, you know what? Go ahead and spend the four hundred dollars on the bag. I would rather eat. Yeah, right. And I would rather use a shopping bag as a purse. I mean, and make sure that I can eat. <laughs> I mean, you know, four hundred bucks is is dangerously close to our rent. Rent, yes. I mean, like, I I would never spend four hundred dollars on a purse. Now, uh, of course, I wouldn't buy a purse anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> you could buy me things. But the fact is, like, we were talking, we were talking about fashion, and we were talking about uh, like Tommy Hilfiger, right? You remember I was telling you because I used to there was this kid I used to go to school with. His name was Eric Johnson. He'd always wear this gray Tommy Hilfiger T shirt. Mm-hmm. And I always thought to myself, like, that shirt probably cost 25 bucks back in, in, in like, 1997. Right, right. Back when shirts didn't cost 25 bucks. Right. And I'm just like, that shirt probably cost this guy 25 bucks. I, I could do this. That That is literally a guy's name with a red square and a white square. Yep. 
Like, I, I could do this. I, I could be a fashion designer. I, I could make this money. Like, that is what... Like, this guy put that symbol, a red square and a white square with his name over, over like, blue backgrounds around it, right? Like, he put that shit on everything and sold everything. Yeah. Here's an ordinary pair of jeans, but it's got my fucking logo on right. your ass. It's yeah. gonna cost you two hundred dollars. Like what the fuck, man? But 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 in all seriousness, though, I don't want to take away from the seriousness of 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 Kate Spade's suicide because right. this is obviously it goes to show you that it, you know money does not buy happiness. No, you're right. And 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 like you know you also don't know what anybody's going through, and it goes back to uh, like Robin Williams. Right. When Robin Williams, like Robin Williams, seems like the happiest fucking guy in the world yeah. when you when you see him on TV and movies and stuff, and he then for him to commit suicide and find out that he was going through so much as far as like his depression and all that, it's a very very serious thing, you know that you need to that that you need to kind of look at and focus on and and see like, you know, you don't know what somebody's going through, you, don't. you know. Be kind to people, help, you know, reach out to people, see how they're yeah. doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's... A small act of kindness can make all the difference in a situation like that. I absolutely agree. And it's, it's really something you need to kind of look at and, and realize, like, you know, whether, whether or not you, you're, you're into fashion and you like Kate Spade or whatever, it's still a very tragic thing to have somebody take their life yeah you know and and like she made people happy because she was you know people liked her products people bought her products and just like you know it just goes to show like i said that you 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 could be you could be the richest person in the world and and be you know depressed yeah you know whether it was clinical depression or she was just sad about something and john and i were having this discussion last night my coworker john again we were discussing because uh, I had brought it up, and um, he had told me that, and I don't know how true this is. I haven't looked it up, but he told me that the uh, inventor of of Kodak, the the guy who created Kodak, the the camera company, right? Mm-hmm. He said that he got that guy had done everything there is to do, mm-hmm. and so he got bored and he killed himself. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> And, and he's like, I don't understand how you could be so bored. You want to kill yourself? I said, work my shift. <laughs> uh, and then I had to clarify that I was joking and I'm, and that I'm okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, my shift really fucking sucks and it's really boring. But, uh, you know, it's a fucking job. Right. That technically I don't have anymore because I quit. But <laughs> I, I still somehow work there. But yeah, I mean, it just you know, reach out to your friends, make sure they're all right, you know. Yeah. Don't matter how well they seem to be doing, just you know, say hi, check in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like my friend Jess got in that car accident we were talking right. about last week with a drunk driver. Don't drive drunk, people. Yeah. And I just I shot her a message the other day just to see how she was doing. She hasn't written me back yet, but I just like shot her a message like Jess, how are you doing? You know, like are you okay? Just to kind of. You yeah, know, see how she's healing, see active. how she is psychologically. You just let her know she's got friends, she's got people she can talk to if she's, you know, not, you know, she's stuck at home. She can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, she can't really move very well with a broken pelvic bone, you know. Exactly. So it's like, you know, just how how are you, you know, if you need to talk, you know. Yeah. 
And, and that's, you know, I like to do that for anybody. Like, if I'm on Facebook and I see somebody say, like, you know, just post, like, a depressing status. Like, something where they just seem like they're down. Yeah. I will be like, hey, are you okay? Right. I try to do that, too. You know what I mean? Just, like, it, it's a it's a kind gesture. It's it's the least you can do for somebody. You know, can, can't you spare five minutes to just make sure that, you know, an old acquaintance is hanging in there? Right. I mean, I'm, I'm always, I constantly ask you how you're doing. I know. Well, you kind of have to worry about me. I do kind of. <laughs> well, you know, that is kind of an obligation I have. But at the same time, even if even if we weren't dating, I'd still be concerned about you. I, I used know, to ask you, you all the time. Were. I used to ask you all the time when we would talk in the mornings, like, hey, are you okay? You know, like. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just, you never know what anybody, what anybody's going through. It's. It, it it just it's another it's more proof of that and you know i i could i never the the only thing i know about kate spade is she made 400 dollar purses and that the simpsons made fun of her in an episode by having a picture of uh, uh the simpsons were in a department store and they had uh handbags by cat spade and they had uh, a, pic- a picture of scratchy on it that's cute yeah <laughs> but uh, you know um so yeah that's uh yeah yeah. And Dwight Clark of the Dwight Clark of the 49ers, former formerly of the 49ers died. He's he's, you know, made one of the most famous plays in NFL history, known simply as the catch. As many times as balls have been catched uh, caught in the NFL catched. Catched. Yes, catched. As many balls that have been caught in the NFL, this particular play in 1982 is simply known as the catch. And he passed away from uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS. Yeah. And uh, you remember a few years ago, everybody was dumping ice on their heads. Now, the dumping the ice on the heads is supposed to simulate the effects of ALS. That's what that was all about. And we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, basically slacktivism is is what uh, my buddy G would call it. Oh. Uh, Slacktivism is like, I'm going to dump this ice bucket on my head just to do it. Whereas what you were really supposed to do, and I'm hoping if you if you guys did this a few years ago, if you dump the water on your head, you challenge other people, and you donate ten fucking bucks to the ALS Society at okay. least, you know, and that's I I did, and my buddy Jay did that. We we both did the ice bucket challenge. We did it down at the falls. We had a bunch of tourists watching us the whole time, <laughs> uh, which <laughs> they were like, "What the fuck are these idiots doing?" Basically, and. Uh, <laughs> And they were like, can we get your picture taken with you? Like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? You know, but uh yeah, I mean, um, you know, that's another thing. Like, so if you're if you're going to do something in the name of charity, donate to the fucking charity. <laughs> I got off on a tangent here. <laughs> that's okay. I was wearing 49ers gear the last two days. It's just like, yeah, man. I was only one when the catch happened, and I, I didn't see it happen. But I, as a 49ers fan, it's a big part of team lore, you know. Like, right. You know, and just uh, I bumped up my buddy, my buddy Pete, this morning. He's wearing all his Carolina Panthers gear. He's like, "What's up with all the 49ers gear? <laughs> You're wearing your Carolina Panthers gear, dude." He's like, "Yeah, but my team doesn't suck." Like my team won their last six games. He's like preseason doesn't count. I'm like this. They, they were regular season games, dude. <laughs> like they didn't make the playoffs, sure, but they won their last six games. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to football season, but first hockey season has to end, and and hopefully that doesn't happen tomorrow night. Right, because <laughs> you because want... go Vegas. Yeah, I want the Golden Knights to win. Damn it. Yeah. 
It's only it's the only appropriate outcome of this season. <laughs> this is a team. What's great? I love this because I did a voiceover the other day, and it was like the ten richest, ten richest athletes, right? Mm-hmm. And there's two guys from the Golden State Warriors on this list, and LeBron James is on this list. Okay. So these are the two teams that are playing each other in basketball: Golden State and Cleveland. Look, they have the highest paid fucking athletes in the world on their teams. Does money buy championships? <laughs> because because I've been told that before as a Yankees fan, your team bought all those 27 championships or what the fuck ever they won, you know? <laughs> like, And I look at the 1995 New York Rangers where they had Mark Messier and they had Wayne Gretzky and they had Yaramir Yager and they had like this whole great team of all these great all-star caliber NHL players and didn't make the fucking playoffs. Like, money buys championships, huh? And now I'm looking at the Vegas Golden Knights. And the Vegas Golden Knights, you know what the... Do you know what the makeup of the Vegas Golden Knights are? I know you don't. I'm, no, so I'll don't. explain to you. The makeup of the Vegas Golden Knights, they're an expansion team. Their entire team are cast-offs from the other 32 teams... Uh, other 30 teams of the league. Jeez. Their entire team are, te- are players that weren't good enough to be protected by the other teams. Wow. And they are in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. And granted on the verge of not winning the Cup, but to make it this far with cast-offs, right. money does not buy championships. Uh, unless, uh, unless, of course, you're in the NBA, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But... Yeah, I've I've always uh, been against that school of thought. So <laughs> again, probably the Yankees fan. Yeah, I, mean, I like, was just gonna say that. Like, like fuck you. We didn't buy our players. They chose to play for the New York Yankees because the New York Yankees are the best team in baseball. I have no opinion on the New York <laughs> Yankees. She's just looking at me funny. This is just what my face looks like. She's looking at me funny. I'm not. You are. You're like. my face. You're like, this guy's talking about baseball? What the fuck did I get myself into? I mean. And then she's like, but wait, I've never seen him watch a baseball game. (laughs) When is baseball season? Right now. Oh. I could probably be watching the Yankees right now, I'm sure. Oh, no, they're playing it. Oh, they, they just started 10 minutes ago, oh, as a matter shit. of fact. So I could be watching I'm surprised the you don't right. have your uh, tablet out or something. <laughs> I got to charge that thing, actually. Oh, I got, shit. I'm, uh, I'm still, like, reading and trying to find more topics for uh, the YouTube channel. Oh, yes. How's that coming along? Uh, well, I have a video written for this coming Monday, so that's uh, part way to where I want to be. I need to write a few more, because I want to get to, like, uh, yeah. a get bunch a little, of them. A little ahead of the game. Yeah, instead of, like... Like, if anybody's wondering why this last episode didn't go up at 2 o'clock, it's because I, like, literally recorded it at 10 a.m. Yeah, because <laughs> that book was taking up so much of your time. I I could have recorded Sunday night, but I'm like, nope, I'm not doing shit tonight. I'm going to fuck to bed. Yeah. And I got up in the morning, and I'm like, I'm going to record at 10 o'clock, and that way I'll have plenty of time to get this uploaded by 2 o'clock. And then it took, like, it was a 10-minute episode, so it took, like, an hour and a half to render. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. Like, all right, I guess, uh, you know, I, I guess it's going up late, so it went up at, like, <laughs> 4.30. It's like, okay, cool. But it was an interesting one. It was interesting. It's just I really could have cut that down a lot. I, I was not pleased with this episode. <laughs> uh, well, I like it. I I think it's uh, 
It's a it's cool a topic. It's a fascinating topic. It's all about Robert Louis Stevenson giving away his birthday. Yeah. And so you can watch that, and then you can skip over the parts where it's all just a big blob of text on the screen and me doing a voiceover. <laughs> the other thing you can do, like, you can just, you know, put it on in the background and listen to it instead of actually sitting there and watching it, because it's like, there's literally, like, three parts where it's just like, Dear Mr. Stevenson, this is blah, 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 and this is why I'm thankful for you giving me your birthday, and this is what I did on my birthday, and this is why, like, I could have really truncated those letters a lot, <laughs> but I didn't. I just left them, as, I left them whole, because I was well, lazy. Live and learn. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's, yeah. <laughs> Next week's will be a lot shorter. <laughs> Lady Laura Moore says she's now doing a YouTube channel called Things You Know, and the first episode is about water. Did you know water is wet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this, this upcoming episode is, like, not even a full page for the script, so it's yeah. going to be... It's like, you know what? We're going to do a short one this week after that long, drawn-out, like really didn't need to be this long episode about Robert Louis Stevenson. It's a fascinating topic. Robert Louis Stevenson, born, uh, uh, let's see, 131 years before I was, to the day. Yeah. And uh, gifted his birthday to a, to a young lady because she was upset that her birthday fell on Christmas. Yeah. And you can Listen to me babble on all about that on Things You Might Not Know on YouTube. So just search for Think So Joe. Or you could go to my Facebook or Twitter, and you can find the links there. Or you could go to thinksojoe.com and just watch the videos right there. Right there, huh? Ooh, yeah. That's, oh. that's fancy. I got that all set up, so it just automatically goes right to the show, right to the thing. Right? Thinksojoe.com. And you've, you go right there, and it's the first thing you'll see is this Robert Louis Stevenson video. Robert Louis Stevenson's unique birthday gift, Things You Might Not Know. Cute. And then the Time Metallica played Antarctica the, the week yeah. before. Uh, Time Pepsi was sued for a fighter jet, the liver transplant that beat terrorism. Wow, I didn't realize you've been doing this for this long. And this has been uh, going like for a while now. ish Yeah, the uh, fake NHL draft pick. The first yeah. episode was, uh, well, let's see. Uh, we posted April 30th on, on thinksojoe.com, so, so yeah. it's a little over a month now. The Truth About Truth or Consequences New Mexico. And then after I shot that episode, I found my McFoley t-shirt. <laughs> I was so mad, like, because I, I wanted to wear it during the episode. That's why I'm wearing flannel instead of just a t-shirt in that one. And it's like, man, I really wish I had my Cactus Jack t-shirt. Speaking of which... If you are a wrestling fan, you do not own the Cactus Jack Wanted Dead t-shirt. You can buy it on Pro Wrestling Tees right now for the next 53 hours. Well, less than that now. Uh, and apparently this is the last time Mick Foley is ever selling this t-shirt. That's exciting. I ordered one. I know you did. I did. I was like, I have to have that t-shirt. Like it comes been, with like the uh, certificate of authenticity and shit, right? Yes, a certificate of authenticity. See, that's, that's because crazy. I need a, I need to prove that my shirt was actually from McFoley. <laughs> well, what if what if someone ever asks? Well, yeah, I can prove that this is an authentic McFoley T-shirt. You should um, <laughs> you should keep it in your wallet so that when you're wearing your T-shirt and people ask, you can prove it to them. So yeah, so I can prove that I'm wearing an authentic McFoley T-shirt. 
Well, I get questioned all the time about some of my like shirts from pro wrestling tees, right? Like from when I was uh, part of the like had the pro wrestling crate. People are like, oh right, like oh where'd you get that shirt? Like pro wrestling crate. Oh, so it's it's fake. Like no, it's actually like the wrestler came up with this. Yeah. Like this isn't you know this isn't any bootleg kind of shirt. This is actual authentic merchandise that you can't get anywhere other than in the pro wrestling crate it's like special edition <laughs> like the mcfoley t-shirt that i do have yeah you know so yeah we're talking about t-shirts now we're running out of stuff to talk about there's nothing going on in the news today like at all that's anything interesting the, the cake did you hear about the cake what with cake? the with the the uh the baker who refused to bake the cake for the for the gay couple this is from a couple no. of year, couple of years back no okay so this happened a couple of years back. This baker refused to bake a cake for a gay couple. And uh, did you know dogs are pets? They have tails. They like walks. And they like meat. That's uh, Lady Laura Moore's next episode of Things You Know. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the, this case went all the way to the Supreme Court. Because the couple were like, well, fuck you, dude. You have to make our cake. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court says, nah, they don't got to make your cake. Wow. Yeah. How come? Well, it's they don't they just don't have to. They like have the right to refuse business. They have the right to refuse business apparently. But uh, and and I was having this discussion with John last night as well. We were talking about um, from my perspective as a business owner, like yeah, you could tell you know if you don't want their money, you could tell them to fuck right off. Right. And then he brought up a good point. He said, "What if it was a biracial couple?" Mm-hmm. Right, they come in and they want a cake, and and what do you, is it okay to say no? I don't serve your kind. Right, you know, like which which by all accounts, I guess the the baker was really nice about everything, just mm-hmm. refused to bake the cake, and they got mad about it. Well, it's not like they're refusing to let them get married. You know, like sure. that that would be breaking the law, refusing to let them get married, but refusing to make them a cake is rude. And wrong, sure. To my opinion, but um, you know, not illegal. So I mean, I am not religious in the in the least. So my outlook on this is like, how, how would one go about refusing to bake a cake and and doing it doing it nicely? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, it's against my religion to bake you this cake because because I, my religion. I don't believe in what you're, I don't believe that you should be able to get married. So I don't believe I should be able to make this cake for you. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe try so-and-so down the street. Like, right. it, 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 you know, is that a nice way to do it? Is that how you would go about doing this? I don't know. I can't really think of, I mean, a nicer way to do it. <laughs> sure. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I mean I can't imagine that situation being a polite situation. I don't see it being a polite situation. Those either. are nice jeans. He's wearing jeans. Yeah, those are nice jeans. They look comfortable. Yeah, he's got something in his back pocket. It's probably cigarettes. It, it probably is cigarettes. He does look like, I like a, his like, shoes. His like boots. the Marlboro Man there or something. He does look like he could be the next generation of Marlboro Man. Yeah. You just pull this up and there's just like this line of line asses of right across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> We want to send Get Will wishes to to Flitzer, Mark's bird. Oh and yeah, yeah. He he sent me this morning. Uh, Flitzer got his foot stuck between a toy hook and his leg band. It took a while to get him free. 
Uh, the hook wouldn't come free. Tried not to hurt him. We had a struggle. My hand is all bitten up. I don't mind. Went to see the vet after hours at after hours prices. The right leg is sprained and swollen, not broken. Uh, Medicam and rest. Uh, watch the swelling. Flitzer's in good spirits. So we, we want to send get well wishes to Flitzer. I'm glad it's just we, we We don't like people's pets getting hurt or any animals. Sprains forever. hurt really bad, but at least it's not broken, so it'll heal faster. Right. And we don't want to see anybody's pets or any animals no. that all get hurt. No, and you know what? We don't want to see people get hurt either. Yeah, for the most part. Unless it's like the infamous crotch shot. <laughs> man getting hooked by football. Man getting hooked by football. <laughs> Give that man the $10,000. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. <laughs> oh, there he sent us pictures. <laughs> What a cutie. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got into season 19 of The Simpsons this yeah. morning in my, in my watching. And I I greatly, highly recommend five consecutive episodes from season 19. <laughs> Starting with Eternal, Eternal Moonshine of The Simpson Mind. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that episode. And then there's like five consecutive really good episodes. People will argue with me on one of them. I give you this, but for me, I don't give a shit that the episode goes completely against Simpsons canon. It's got Weird Al Yankovic and Homer starts a grunge band. <laughs> like, And it has my all-time favorite line in the history of the Simpsons. It even surpa surpassed, there's your answer, Fishbulb. He who is tired of Weird Al is tired of life. That episode being that 90s show, <laughs> which I woke up to today. And I'm like, yeah, I love this episode. Oh, is that why you were staying in bed for a little while? I kept walking by and I was like, well, he's awake. No, I had my alarm set for two and I was trying to sleep until two. I was trying so hard not to bother you, but I just wanted to get shit done while I was moving. I kept waking up, though, because Reese was like right up next to me. My, my cat. She Reese. has been a cuddle bug. I there I showed you a picture from two years ago mm -hmm. where the caption is I need to get work done but Reese's but Reese's making it very difficult and she's cuddled right up next to me. She <laughs> has her moments where she is just the sweetest thing. She does. And lately, she's been more sweet than bitter. Good. But she also like when you got to bed and I went to go give you a kiss, she growled at me. So I don't think that the problem is that I exist. I think the problem is that I take attention away from her. Gotcha. So, you know. What so, oh. Yes, so uh, June 30th. June 30th. At, food, not bombs. At Mohawk Place, we will be holding a punk show and vegan food drive. And there will be food to eat, vegan food to eat. There will be some burlesque performances. There will be all kinds of... There's going to be a sideshow. And uh, it's going to be starting at 1 o'clock. And this band will be kicking off our day. And uh, I'm really excited to get to actually hear them play live together. Um, I've only gotten to hear the, the one dude, Trey, do um, solo acoustic stuff at last year's Food Not Bombs event. So um, I'm really excited to see the whole band together, and uh, it should be a pretty good one. Cool. Here's Voice of Descent, and this song is called Holding Center on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show. Mm -hmm. 
just came from my girl's bed. Smelling of sex, feeling good from the head. I grabbed a can of spray paint and a bottle of booze. Took my skateboard for a late night cruise. To the city streets, the city I love. Where the cops harass you and it's never spoken of. I passed the holding center where India died. They said it was natural causes, you know those fuckers lied. I don't trust a fucking word they say. Whether it's the cops or the CIA, they treat us all the other way. so intense catch them june 30th at mohawk place buffalo food not bombs punk rock vegan food drive and burlesque show yes and uh you said there will be vegan food available for free yes um there is going to be a food drive we'll be collecting vegan food whether it's non-perishable canned um if it's uh fresh produce um and if it's a prepared dish we will be accepting all of them the prepared dishes will be there in a buffet style for the people who have donated and come to the show. So, um, you know, it's uh, we're actually looking for a couple of volunteers to help us uh, collect food. And uh, if anyone's interested in doing that, you can hit me up uh, via Joe. <laughs> or just hit you up directly. I mean, if, if you know how. If they know how, right, exactly. Uh, so now if, if you go to this show... And you don't want vegan food, there there is a great pizza place just down the street. Yeah, there's I mean there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of great food in the area. So um, you know, we just I, I'm are, a, I'm a big fan of Casa de Pizza. Yeah. I, I go there every time we do shows in Mohawk. Yeah. Um 
we're just, you know, it's last year we had, it was a small buffet, but it was still, gosh, it was good. Somebody made this apple crisp and, you know, it was vegan, but you wouldn't guess that it was denying you of eggs or dairy or anything <laughs> when you, when you ate it, it was, you know, it was filling, it was good. It was, uh. You know, there were there were some pretty good dishes there, and I'm I'm gonna be making something myself. I haven't quite decided what, but uh, I'm gonna be bringing probably cookies or muffins or something to pass. <laughs> now, now, lest you think Karina is a vegan, when I went to the store just before the before the podcast so I could pick up some Pepsi, I said, "Do you want anything?" She said, "Buy chocolate and buy eggs." <laughs> well, ne- mean- neither one of which are vegan. No, I am not vegan. I will never <laughs> claim to be vegan. I do respect the uh, the vegan culture, and I respect Food Not Bombs as a sure. an organization that focuses on how we can make positive differences when it's so much easier sometimes to focus on the negative things that are going on. Um, and we're you know we're trying to focus on feeding people who might not have a healthy vegan meal otherwise. Mm-hmm. So. We, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny though. Like, you know, a a lot of the folks involved in this are not your stereotypical, like they're vegan and they're going to let you know about it. Some of them are (laughs) Johnny and I from, uh, from, from, uh, from Kennedy carpool, Johnny and I were standing around, we hadn't seen each other in forever. (laughs) And so we were just kind of hanging out, talking outside and he was wearing a Bad Brains t-shirt. This guy goes, hey, man, you know, that's a great album. I love that band. And they're an awesome band. And like, oh, yeah, cool, man. You know, glad, glad to see, you know, there's another uh, Bad Brains fan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy just starts going off about like, yeah, you know, they're so good. And then this happened and that happened. And, and then the next thing you know, he's like, people think they like animals. But what they say is they really like, what they really mean is they like pets. They'll eat. They'll still eat meat, which means they're killing animals. And like, oh, God, not one of these guys. <laughs> Well, I mean, and to be I fair, I, if there's a place for vegan propaganda, it's probably a vegan concert and food drive. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I And I feel so bad because I was like, excuse me, I have to go inside now. And I left I left Johnny out there with uh, the guy. And I found Johnny later. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. I just couldn't listen to that anymore. I, You know. Um, <laughs> I don't mind, man. It's cool. If that's, if that's your lifestyle, cool. It's not mine. Shut the fuck up. Right. I, I hear you. Um, you start I preaching think, God to you people now. I think that something about <laughs> the vegan lifestyle is that, um, you know, people don't really understand what kind of sacrifices they do make to keep, to you know, like they're, they don't wear wool. They don't, they don't eat cheese. Like, I just can't wrap my mind around life without cheese. I I, uh, I hung out with the uh, guitar player from Goldfinger, and all those dudes are vegan. Are they? And uh, well, most of them. And, I, and so I was hanging out with the guitar player, and I was like, "Yeah, man, you know, it's it's cool that you guys are vegan and all that." I just couldn't do it, and he's like, "Dude, the hardest thing for me was giving up cheese." Yeah. Like they have tofu cheese, but it ain't. The it's same. not. Well, yeah. I have heard that tofu and alternative cheeses have come a long way since I tried sure. eating that kind of, you know way like i was i was vegetarian for a while and the way that i eat hot dogs and steak you probably would never imagine (laughs) but um i tried the tofu or the soy based cheeses on like black bean burgers and shit 
And the cheese, like, it doesn't melt. It sweats. <laughs> and it the to- the texture of the tofu, it's just, <laughs> there's, but apparently it's gotten better so that they, they have captured the texture of the cheese a little mm-hmm. bit more. So, you know, I'm willing to try it, but I'm not going to change and not eat cheese or drink milk or have eggs or steak. <laughs> But I'm totally in support of, you know, feeding people who who do have these restrictions. Absolutely. I, I completely agree that that is a very good cause is food, not bombs. Yeah. Uh, Lady Laura Moore asks, did you know that at Bealey Moeller is vegan? <laughs> I, I, you know how many how many like restaurants I've been to Brian been to with Brian and like yeah, Brian is not a vegan. No. <laughs> Brian is far from a vegan. Yeah. Brian actually said, I can't come to this show because I eat meat. <laughs> I was like, Brian, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this show is only for vegans. Yep. If you come to this show. No meat eaters allowed. We don't want your money. If you come to this show, we're going to test you. And if you've had have if you've had meat... In the last three years, you're not allowed in. Hair follicle test for F- meat. Fuck you. you. You're not allowed in. Never mind that last year was the drummer from Arcadia. Where, yep, what, what, Cody. What, what did Cody's shirt say? It you said, remember? I love meat. Yeah. And the back said F vegans. but uh, Oh, did it? Yeah. He's lucky I didn't see that. That's <laughs> I think really I, rude. I think I told you after the fact. And I, 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 I don't remember you telling me that it said fuck vegans on it. <laughs> But I do believe that I did tell you, and you did say he's he better be glad I didn't see him. <laughs> exactly what you just said. Uh, I, I I don't know what I would have done, but I, I mean, if if I had seen the I love meat shirt a moment before I saw it, <laughs> I I would have asked him to like seriously, like that that was just rude. Cody's a very outspoken individual. Apparently. Well, you know what they they didn't have to play the show. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they did. They were very good. But if they weren't down with the cause, I would have rather... I had to turn people away from that show sure. that wanted to play. So, like, you know. Yeah. They, they didn't have to. You know. <laughs> you know. Fuck the system, punk rock! <sighs> right? Best Nirvana cover band in Buffalo. Right? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's just those poor guys. Anyway. Yeah. Didn't didn't one of them dye their hair? <laughs> I don't know. I, no, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I, think I think they did. I think they darkened their hair. So I think they, it was I think it was Cody who I don't know if it was because they kept getting that comparison or what, but um you know. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> About no effects. Oh god. <sighs> so no effects. <laughs> Fat Mike opened his fat mouth. Oh I don't know if we talked. Did we talk about this we last week? We talked about. Uh, not on the show. Okay. Fat Mike opened his fat mouth and basically said something along the lines of, well, at least the people who got shot in Vegas were country fans. That's disgusting. Which NoFX has now released a apology. Well, I mean, too little too late because weren't they kicked off their own show? They were kicked off their own show. The the Pumpkin Drublick uh, Festival over the weekend. Uh, somebody was trying to defend this, you know, like, you know, outburst from Fat Mike and like, oh, you know, it's no effects. And that's, you know, that's punk rock. And that's what they do. Like, people got hurt. Let's make fun of them. Punk rock. Yeah. 
If that's what punk rock is, I want to renounce my um, punker than thou lifestyle. Yeah. Right. I like that is not punk rock. You no, know, that, there's, there's, you can be a punk without being a douche. I am actually well aware, Lady Laura Moore, that Scott Leffler only eats birds. It's not really true. Oh, because because Mark has a bird. <laughs> not because Mark has a bird, oh. because Scott has a war against birds. Not Mark's bird, though. Okay. Scott's cool with Mark's bird. All right, if you say so. Yeah. I heard him talking some shit about Mark's bird, though. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> are, are you saying that that Flitzer's injury has something to do with Scott Leffler? I mean, I'm not saying that directly. I'm just implying it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even make the connection. Just Scott is always Scott is always complaining about birds. <laughs> And and I and I know she's aware of that fact. So that's uh, I did not even make the connection to <laughs> we have a listener who uh, has an injured bird at home. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I am I'm fairly certain that Scott Leffler did not hurt Flitzer. <laughs> uh, but there is an investigation. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Scott Leffler only eats or eats birds and only drinks beer. Not true. Kind of like not you only true. drink Pepsi. I only drink Pepsi. Not, also not true. No. Also, I do not only drink Pepsi. What? Uh, I've you've had water. I, I had a cherry Coke last night. You had a cherry Coke. Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, you like cherry Coke. I like I like the flavored Cokes better than the flavored Pepsis. See, I like the cherry Pepsi. But the but 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 the cherry vanilla Pepsi disappeared. It's gone again. It's gone again. If I, we see it, we gotta stock up. We do because that is like the best stuff ever. I have not tried it. It doesn't sound like something I would like. It's so good. But I'm definitely, and I'm gonna tell my mom if she sees it to grab a couple. I think the only time, the only way I've seen them is in the six packs. Yeah. So I, I think maybe maybe in like the the twelve pack cans, cans. or something. I, I don't yeah. know, but like I well, they they don't have them in two liters anymore or or the twenty ounces. And okay. I'm like very disappointed in this fact because okay. I love cherry vanilla Pepsi. It's like the only flavored Pepsi that's ever been any good. <laughs> like the we'll the, we'll keep an eye on tops for that sale that buy two get three free or whatever. Like that insane sale. What is this? The average punk rocker. And I don't know why this picture reminded me. But do you know that these idiots are doing another Willy Wonka remake? What the fuck? Like, like a char... Well, like a, a sequel? Or no, like no. Another, a re- another fucking remake. Who are they going to get? I don't know. I The, the, the rumor is uh, apparently the guy from Solo. Uh, uh, the, the guy who plays Han Solo in Solo. Okay, um, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know. I saw something about this, and I was very upset about it, because it's like, why? No, this is a thing that does not need to happen. I'm trying to no. think what the guy's name is that I saw his post. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, we'll just look up. Willy Wonka. It's interesting what comes up in your pop your uh, drop-down screen when you type in Willy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Willy Wonka reboot shortlist includes Justice League's Ezra Miller and solo star Donald Glover. Oh. You know who I would pick to 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 
to play the lead in a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory remake? Gene Wilder? Nobody, because it didn't need to be fucking remade in the no, first it place. Didn't. I'm with ya. And fuck Johnny Depp and his stupid fucking My dad's a dentist and that's why I'm a candy maker. Fuck you! Get the fuck out of here! Wasn't that from the book? No! I didn't read the books. It but... wasn't from the book. If you want an accurate representation of the book, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory starring Gene Wilder is it. Not this fucking Johnny Depp bullshit. Well, I'm afraid of my dad, and that's why I act like this. And and let's go see my dad. Dad, hi, it's me. Oh, look, you're a dentist, and I'm a candy maker. Ha 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 ha, it's comedy. Ha ha ha, fuck you. Get out of here. Fuck that shit. That movie fucking sucked. <laughs> you don't need to make another goddamn fucking Willy Wonka fucking remake. Fuck you. If anyone is unclear as to how Joe feels about the Willy Wonka remake, now's oh, the time oh, oh, to oh, 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 here here's one of the other one of the other people on the short list to play Willy Wonka. Ryan Gosling! Ew. Ryan Gosling! <laughs> God damn it. Fuck you, Hollywood. Fuck you. They're doing yeah. a they're, they're doing a, uh, a a Transformers Bumblebee movie, right? Mm-hmm. Guess who's directing it? Michael Bay! Fuck that guy. Second of all, <laughs> okay, if you're going to do a, a an origin story for Bumblebee, you have to fucking make him a goddamn fucking Volkswagen bug. All right? I don't want to see no fucking... I don't even know what the fuck he is in the goddamn Transformers movies. Isn't he a Camaro or something? He's a Camaro, right. I don't want to see a fucking Camaro Bumblebee. I haven't Bumblebee. seen those movies, and I know what kind of car that was. So. I don't want to see a fucking Camaro Bumblebee, because Bumblebee was a fucking Volkswagen bug. All right? If Volkswagen says, no, we don't want our brand associated with this violent shit, despite the fact that it is a German-made car from the Nazi times... <laughs> Like, then don't do a fucking Transformers movie. It didn't need to be done in the first fucking place because it achieved perfection in 1986. <laughs> so. <laughs> She's just looking at me funny here. I This is still just my face. <laughs> so type Wonka or Willie into your search bar again and see what happens. Well, we got that a couple, was funny. A couple of butts here from. Uh, oh, these ones are kind I, of artistic. They are artistic. That I one especially. Yeah. I think it might, I'm pretty sure it's the same You guy. know what, that shower, is that like a group shower situation, or is I, that like a multiple shower seems, head situation? I, I'm not sure. If there's multiple shower heads, that's pretty sweet. She says Can we get another shower head? That's just people that pop up when oh, I type Oh, okay, we'll do it in the Google one. In the Google one? <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing it in the Google one. <laughs> there was another movie they were talking about remaking, and it was like... It was it was a sequel. It was like a prequel to a movie that didn't need to be made in the first place. And somebody else said, well, you know, like, this will be fine if you erase everything that was done in the previous fucking movie. Because oh. the previous movie sucked. And I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, Brian says no, he's not a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> he denies his veganism. But yeah, just come on with these fucking remakes. Come up with a goddamn original idea instead of stealing all the shit from the goddamn 80s, all right? Or or in the case of Willy Wonka, like, prior to the 80s. Yes. Jeez. I am so, like, I got myself all worked up. I know. Up. Are I'm, you okay? I'm mad about this. Why don't you take a few deep breaths and um, we'll... Uh... And they're, they're, they're doing a remake of... Uh, did you ever watch Muppet Babies when you were a kid? Yes! They're doing a Muppet Babies remake. Live action? No. Oh. They're doing a. It's, that would be it's, creepy. It's a CGI cartoon. 
I'm going to watch it. <sighs> I'm going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> Who's your favorite Muppet? My favorite Muppet? Yeah. Oscar. Really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I, I like Fozzie Bear, and I like the um the dog that plays the piano. <laughs> but um, Fozzie, Fozzie Bear, probably. Did you ever watch the Muppets uh, do Bohemian Rhapsody? No, I think we're gonna have to watch that after the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I I greatly enjoy that. Yeah, it sounds good. Apparently, other people got a trailer for a uh, adult themed Muppets movie when they went to see Deadpool. We we didn't get this. We got two trailers for Mission Impossible eight no, billion eight or whatever. Mission Impossible, not the Limp Bizkit theme song. If if you if you get Limp Bizkit to play the theme song, I'll go see your fucking stupid movie. <coughs> I didn't see Mission Impossible two, which is the one that actually had Limp Bizkit on the soundtrack. But I'll go see this one if you get Limp Bizkit. Yeah. And Metallica. Metallica needs to be a soundtrack again too. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you of all people? I mean, once it's know. Metallica. You put Metallica on the soundtrack, I'm uh, still probably not there. But (laughs) He's heard that song already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but that's maybe why the Spawn soundtrack is the best movie soundtrack ever, is because there's a Metallica track on it and a Kirk Hammett track on it. Ooh. It's just a good soundtrack. It is a very good soundtrack. That that first song on that soundtrack with the filter and the with filter and the crystal method, trip like I do, that song. Oh yeah, that's a good song. song. You know what else has a really great um, soundtrack that I was just watching is The Crow. I've heard that has a good soundtrack. Have you watched The Crow? I have not. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) She's surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed. (laughs) So it it really is one of the best soundtracks. um, And we're going to watch that movie. The Next other time we get a chance. The other really good soundtrack out there is Howard Stern's Private Parts. Good shit. Yeah. If only because there's a Marilyn Manson song on there that's really fucking good. From back when Marilyn Manson used to be really fucking good. You know, before this latest album. Before this burned out version. Before before whatever people are going to go see at Darien Lake. Why would you go to see a show with two metal bands at Darien Lake? Explain this to me. I don't get it. I'm going to sit in seats to watch Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. Yeah, I couldn't sit still for that. Unless, like, Marilyn Manson is really, like, that much of a shit show. And (laughs) Rob Zombie got real old real fast and can't keep me on my feet. I would be, uh, and the fucked up thing is, I'd be more interested in seeing Rob Zombie than Marilyn Manson at this point. Me too, because Marilyn Manson is such a borderline train wreck. Exactly. The only reason to go to this show is, one, because Rob Zombie still puts on an awesome show. I hope so. And two, you you gotta see how fucking bad Marilyn Manson's gonna be, I'm sure. Well, I would like to be able to say that I saw him, whatever state he may be in. <laughs> um, You know, like, I got to see Nine Inch Nails, but I don't really feel like I got to see the best of Nine Inch Nails, you know? And sure. It wasn't, like, they didn't suck or anything. It was an outdoor venue similar to um, Darien Lake in Florida. I had lawn seats, and it was when they were playing with Jane's Addiction. So Nine Inch Nails, you know, I'm looking forward to the lighting show because that's what I fucking live for is the lights. (laughs) Nine Inch Nails plays when it's still light outside. 
So I think the lights were cool, but I couldn't tell because the sun was still shining. Jane's Addiction's lights, because Jane's Addiction headlined that night. Yeah. Their lights were fucking awesome. Like, I think I would punch myself before I'd see Jane's Addiction. You know, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Um, but like, I just never really got into them, yeah. but I'm glad that I was at such a historic tour because it was supposed to be like their retirement tour. Right. Um, which thank goodness Nine Inch Nails still does stuff. Yeah. But I, I'm personally just not, I'm not a Perry Farrell fan, so I don't like porno for pyros and I don't like, uh, Jane's addiction. I, I, just I have to be in the mood. I can't like I've heard you listening to them and I'm like, that's okay. I can deal with it. Yeah. But I just, I wouldn't go out of my way myself to listen to them i wouldn't go out of my way to listen to them often right and but there are times when if they come on like my radio station i'll turn it up sure you know not like with new green day where <laughs> i change it <laughs> let's not talk about new green day. i bought i bought that greatest hits album because it had stuff from american idiot otherwise i would have bought their previous i know hits album. <laughs> uh yeah no I, I it's it's if you like green day and especially if you like the newer shit right this album's worth you know it was it was like three bucks more than what the previous one would have been so it's like you know what well you're getting I wanted it. I wanted it just to hear Green Day on vinyl. Yeah. And it's like if I'm, you know, if I'm gonna spend money, I might as well spend the extra three bucks, get the extra disc that has American Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown, right. Uno Dos and Trey, Revolution Radio, and all that, and a couple of new songs or whatever. Um. So for me, it was worth it. I like old Green Day. Yeah. Like realistically, if I was smart, I would have bought Dookie. Right. <laughs> now, if you had bought Dookie. I can tell you that it would just be on repeat. Sure. It, I mean, that is that's probably by my hand. It would be on repeat. Yeah, that, it's it is a really good classic album at yeah. this point. Is is Dookie, uh, but try Insomniac too. That's another really good one that has my favorite personal Green Day song on it. That is not on this record, despite the song that it goes with being on. This oh my record. gosh! I'm still upset about this, but that's okay. I'm gonna find the single. That's and okay. You'll you'll stop. I will stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, find a forty-five with with brain stew and jaded on it. I'd be that'd be perfect. I'd be like, yeah, okay, okay I'm okay with this. That'd I'm be going to try. <laughs> I don't even know if they released a forty-five of that because that was like in the time when vinyl wasn't a thing. Uh, but anyway, let's Speaking get out of, of here. Speaking of classics, here's a future classic. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, also, June 30th, Food Not Bombs. June 30th. At the helm. Yes. Our good friends, this song called Radar Eyes. We'll see you next week. I'll read you to the sun.